Giuliani Show. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, Rudy Giuliani back again. And we are very, very honored to have with us. A, uh, he's, he writes for the New York Post, but he's also an author of The War on the West. And he and, he and his colleagues have written one hell of an exposure of uh, this Biden administration becoming anti-American, I mean, becoming an becoming a, uh, a, a anti-free speech organization that sounds an awful lot like Orwell's 1984. So I'd, li- I'd like to ask, uh, Doug, first of all, tell us a little about your book, The War on the West. Well, first of all, it's a great pleasure to be with you. Um, the War on the West is just out this week, and it's my best attempt to explain what is really going on in our time. Uh, the war on everything to do with the foundations of our culture and I society know. and history in the West. It is so comprehensive at this stage. The left are waging war on our history, on our heroes. They are literally bringing down the people we have most revered. They are trying to change our history. They're trying to change our founding. They're trying to change everything in our culture. They're trying to accuse us of crimes we didn't commit. And it has to stop. We have to identify it and push back against it. So the war on the West, my best attempt to arm my readers with the facts they're going to need. Well, I mean, very, very uh, timely. Uh, 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 couldn't couldn't yeah. be more timely because I think, you know, I describe it as we've been on an express train to Marxism for quite some time now. And yeah. we're about entering the station. And we yeah. and we have and we got to fight back. Now, this last thing, the appointment of a minister of disinformation is so similar mm. to the minister of truth in 1984. Yeah. Ingok, which was the prediction of a communist government, by the way. Yeah. What, what is this all about? And this woman is a clown. Yeah, she um, she herself, as, as you know, uh, is somebody who approved of the muting of the New York Post uh, after the paper exposed the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. And this clown who uh, the Biden administration want to appoint to decide what all of us in America are able to know and read uh, is somebody who herself made completely the wrong call about that two years ago. And, you know, I'm very interested in this claim that the Biden administration has that they're going to they're going to decide what is and is not disinformation. You know, I wonder if they're going to go for the media outlets who've been pretending that Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida has passed the bill that forbids <laughs> saying the word gay, rather than rather than the fact that he is actually just saying we're not going to teach gender nonsense to kindergartners. You know, I wonder if they'll go for CNN and MSNBC and all the people who've lied about Ron DeSantis. I wonder whether, actually, they will go for Jen Psaki, who claims that the, uh, uh, um, from the podium of the White House that the, that the current administration is not flying illegal migrants around the, the country from the southern border in the middle of the night. And when asked to explain it, said, well, it's not the middle of the night, it's three o'clock in the morning. Uh, is that misinformation or disinformation? It would seem to well, me that it is. Well, that's coming well, from think, the White House. 
I think we have another application of 1984 called double talk. So if you yeah. if you say it's democratic, well then it's actually fascist. And if you, you know, say these, someone kills, exactly. if you say someone didn't kill someone, they actually did. And, and you um, know, it, it is through yeah. everything. It is through absolutely everything. One of the things I say in the war on the West, by the way, is that um, every hero we have, every major politician in the American past, everyone is accused of the same sin of racism. Everyone, they say, said something racist once in the 1800s, and therefore we've got to drop them and get their statues pulled down. You know the one person, the most racist figure in the 19th century who the left never goes for? Karl Marx. Karl Marx was more racist than anybody. He used the N-word all the time. He was very anti-Semitic. He was a vile man. Yet, weirdly, the left doesn't come for him. It always reveals what they're really after. It is, as you say, Marxism. And they, they reveal it all the time because they want to bring down everyone apart from Karl Marx. Well, I tried to do some legal research in the one hour that I had. And I think we have a chance uh, to have this declared unconstitutional, particularly under the 20th century uh, commentaries on the alien and sedition laws by our justices. Mm. I mean, this is government action. It's government action. Yeah defining speech and the government doesn't have a right to tell us what's true and false i mean that, no, the, the first right. amendment re reserves that right to us we somebody could write something totally false the answer to it is for somebody to write something totally true and exactly. then we get to that's decide the, that's right that's the foundation of free speech in america and it's the best tradition of free speech of anywhere in the world you know, and uh, frankly, the way in which they have, the, the, as you say, the whole thing is Orwellian. And uh, I, I actually give an example in the War on the West, by the way, of, of just how Orwellian this goes. Uh, uh, last year, uh, there was a row online because some left, leftist Marxists said that two plus two equals four. Oh, I remember that. The new, the new math. Yeah. They said that it was a white supremacist trope, a dog whistle, like everything else. And um, and so these these Marxists tried to prove that two plus two could equal five. And they worked away on this sum for a while. And eventually somebody pointed out to one of the instigators that in 1984, George Orwell says there will come a time when the state tells you that two plus two equals five <laughs> and you will have to agree. And the man responsible for this movement online saw that he was literally doing what in 1984 George Orwell predicts, and the man in question said that it was unfortunate. <laughs> it was unfortunate. Well, you know, some of those books that, that uh, Florida threw out under, under DeSantis' new law did exactly that. A few of them have changed right. it now and are trying to get back in. Well, I have to tell you, I have to tell you uh, Douglas Murray, you were doing a great service for freedom. Well, and there's nothing better than doing that. And I, I hope the war on the West is a great success. I'm going to urge everyone to read it. By the next time I interview, I have I will have read it cover to cover. And uh, thank you, and God bless you. Thank you, thank you. And we'll talk honor. to you very very soon. You go get that book, War on the on the West, and then I want you to call me up and ask me about it because I'm going to start reading it tomorrow. Hmm? I get my books on Kindle, but this one I might might get hard copy so I can get them to. And get them to sign it for me. I mean, this is what we need. We gotta have. We gotta fight back. We're not a bunch of sheep. 
like we were during the pandemic and and Fauci, the Ooh, I can't even say what I usually call him in private. Fauci told us, you know, we all had to go inside and we had to do all this stuff. Probably killed more of us than would ever have died, largely because he was covering up all his big investments that he wanted to make money on. Read, read, read Robert F. Kennedy's book on this one. huh? Read it about Fauci. Find out what a crumb, what a liar, what a crook, what a greedy son of a Fauci is. Hmm? So let's go to, well, I got to go to Jimmy because with this new, um, I mean, I think we're there now when we got a ministry of truth. I I think we're there, Jimmy, and we're a communist country. Well, we're certainly heading there. Do you hear me okay? No, I hear you great. Okay, okay. Uh, I have some stuff, Soviet publications, different ones, but all saying the same thing. I could photocopy just one page, and it will explain the overall movement that the Soviets created. But I could sum it up real quick. They write that the communists in the capitalist countries work within the system to build a movement of workers to work in elections and do electioneering, to make radical restructuring and social change, not to perpetrate the capitalist capitalist system, but to defeat it. And it says it's not enough only to get communists into elected office because there are other seats of power and influence outside of elected office that exert power and perpetrate the capitalist monopoly. They say the schools, the army, the police, the mass media, the corporations. Now look at the success they got. They've got communists in office. They got communists in government using government positions and agencies to go after the opposition. They have our army fighting all over the world. Our army's being decimated. They're attacking and defunding the police. The communists got the mass media. They got the corporations who should be capitalists. The corporations are funding the communist movement. The communists made major absolute successes, and this was all written about from 1984 to to 1990. This was just before supposedly we defeated communism. So the communists give us the weak look. 30 years later, we see now we are being defeated. Absolutely brilliant. I hope Murray's book, uh, well, I didn't read it yet. I will read it. But it's interesting now. When I first started calling. Yeah, I'm, getting, I'm going to get it right away. Right away. Well, I, I want to see it, too. When I first started calling the radio, exposing enemy operations here and abroad 34 years ago, on the radio, I was kind of like the only one for the majority at 34 years. People laughed at me. People threatened me. Yeah, they thought people you were a McCarthy me. nut, probably, right? Yeah, and McCarthy was right. See, if people listened to McCarthy <laughs> and Jay Gohoo, we, we wouldn't be in this position now. One more thing. You're going to appreciate this. Years ago, the FBI was brought to court because the FBI was monitoring enemy operations in this country. And the courts ruled that the FBI could not monitor these groups until they break the law because the FBI monitoring, just monitoring the enemy groups, puts a chilling effect on dissent. So you can't monitor the enemy, but the enemy now is able to be in charge and then use the FBI to work against the president. Well, I'll, make, I'll make two points. The FBI monitored me for a year and a half from the day that I uh, represented Donald Trump, and they didn't have a crime then, and they don't have a crime now. Uh, they, just, they just monitored an innocent lawyer, 
for the hell of it. I mean, uh, wow. Wow. Well, let's talk. Let's talk to. Uh, let's talk to Sal. Sal, you there, babes? Yeah. Hello. Hey, Sal. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm good. What's up? Uh, I um, I was watching the news this morning, and I saw that jackass on TV, and he's asking Congress for. $32 billion to help Ukraine. I have no issue with that. Why do we have to be the piggy bank for Ukraine? Don't we have 32 friend, friendly countries each donate $1 billion and uh, alleviate some of our pressure of what we're doing and of what we're going through with all this inflation and unemployment, you know, high taxes and so on and so forth? Well, you know something? I, I wouldn't mind if he gave him $32 billion and he took it out of one of his pay off Democrat programs that there are plenty of look this is no uh, this is no just guess uh, without any doubt half of that budget is uh, Democrat grease pork and crooked money that just I want you to think for a second why are these uh, urban areas decrepit for 20 30 40 and 50 years and they've been getting billions and billions of dollars because most of the money ends up with the friends of Charlie Rangel, Elijah Cummings, uh, this one, that one, this one, that one. Black communities and their support of Democrats has been a complete sellout, mostly because of black politicians whose families make a fortune. That's where the money is going. In his bill, Bill Back Dopey, he doesn't even have an accounting mechanism. One of the reasons we can't figure out how much money Mrs. de Blasio stole is they say it's not accountable. How, how can you give out government money not being accountable and not knowing you're a crook paying a crook? So let's, let's just cut the damn thing 25%. We'll just cut off a bunch of Democratic politicians paying off their wives, their children, their family. And then we can use it for Ukraine. But then I'll tell you what else we could use it for. How about Joe refunds the police? You didn't want to defund them. Well, New York City uh, took $1 billion out of the police. Adams put $200 million back. We're still owed $800 million from our phony mayor. Oh, by the way, just in case you want to follow the exploits of our phony mayor, who is talking about crime going down, and it's up 43% citywide and 66% in the subways. Here's a, little, here's a little thing. He was working really hard. Remember yesterday I played a thing, and he said, I'm very disappointed in the deployment of the police. And he deploys the police. Well, instead of working on deploying the police last night, uh, New York City's mayor nightlife, Eric Adams, is back at it again, is on a dine with supermodel Naomi Campbell, multiple Grammy winner Jean-Baptiste, and top agent Cade Johnson. Hudson, I only know two of them. Uh, he hangs around there as a regular haunt. Private member clubs, zero bond, where he's been a fixture since he was elected in November. I wonder if he paid the, 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 uh, the fee to go in.
I wonder. Well, somebody should ask. And how about, Adams, we put out your tax returns and we figure out what happened with the guy building homeless shelters who made millions and donated money to you? When are you going to put out the tax returns, Mayor Conman? Or what is it? Mayor of Nightlife? I'll stop, I'll stop going on you, pal, every day when crime goes down. You continue to hurt my New Yorkers. I go for your throat, pal. And you better get on top of Hochul to change bail reform. Okay, we'll be back with the mayor's final words, and they're going to be very, very surprising. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com. 